Hello, friend, and welcome to this week's episode of Finding Your Worth. This is number 26. Have you ever apologized for something you had nothing to do with? And then someone else pointed out that you had nothing to apologize for. I just did this two weeks ago. I apologized for someone else's thoughtlessness. Someone else's, not mine. I did it out of habit because I knew damn well that I didn't do the thing. I would not have done that thing. And yet, there I was saying sorry for it anyhow. Or how about... Have you ever been walking down the sidewalk and someone bumps into you, but you apologize? I do this all the time. It really bugs me, though, saying sorry just for existing, for walking, apologizing for another person's bad behavior. I bet most of your sorries are unnecessary. And they may be damaging your self-worth. Now I'm all worked up, and I need to calm down. So, let's breathe together, chill out, and then dive into how very, very sorry we are. We're going to do a simple four-count inhale and exhale today. With a pause for good measure, to get really chill, we're going to do it four times. Ready? Just take a regular breath in and out, and then we'll get started. Inhale for four, three, two, one. Pause for three, two, One, exhale, four, three, two, one, pause, four, three, two, one, inhale for four, three, two, one, pause, four, three, two, One, exhale, four, three, two, one, pause, four, three, two, one, inhale, four, three, two, one, pause, four, three, two, One, exhale for four, three, two, one, pause, four, three, two, one, inhale for four, three, two, one, pause, four, three, two, One, exhale, four, three, two, 
One and pause for four, three, two, one. Good. Lately, I have been actively removing the word sorry from text and email. This requires me to rewrite them completely over. All these years, I have been apologizing via text for so much. Has it been an hour since you texted me? Sorry, I didn't respond sooner. I am at everyone's beck and call at any time, no matter what is happening in my life. Did you ask me a question, but I don't know the answer? I'm sorry. Obviously, I think I'm supposed to be a human encyclopedia. Years ago, a friend and I at work put rubber bands around our wrists to snap every time we said I'm sorry. That's how often we said it. For example, I ran to the bathroom, and while gone, my boss was looking for me. So when I came back, I said, Oh, sorry, I was in the restroom. And then, snap. Did I really just apologize for going to the bathroom? Am I not allowed to? Basic bodily functions be damned. Am I always supposed to be available for my boss no matter what, even if I have to pee my pants so that I don't miss any of his messages? Have you apologized for your house being messy? Did you know that most people's houses are at least kind of messy, especially if they have pets and or children, a job, or if they have more fun things to do than clean their house? Are you often sorry for being late or early? When driving, let's say you accidentally cut someone off. Do you cringe and whisper, I'm sorry, even though no one can hear you? I do. They'll never know, but I will. I will always know that I am sorry. Today, a guy on the train thought I was the mother of some baby. I don't. I don't quite know why he thought this, but he told me how beautiful my baby was. And I said, oh, I'm sorry, that's not my baby. Wait, what? What was I sorry for? I don't have a clue. Here's another thing I like to apologize for. See if this sounds familiar to you. Showing any negative emotion is especially sadness, super especially crying. I am almost positive, certain, that I apologized to multiple people any time I teared up talking about getting divorced. I am so sorry, I sputter as I try to think about absolutely anything that doesn't make me sad so I can stop the tears from coming. I am so sorry to be crying when this really sad and life-changing thing is happening. 
Like, that's apologizing because you think, you think, you are making someone else uncomfortable. Even though crying is often the absolutely right response to an experience. It's conditioned into us. Sorry for wanting. Sorry for taking up space. Sorry for feeling things in front of other people. There are other ways that we apologize for existing. And they're not just saying, I'm sorry. Like this. You feel guilty about something. Let's say... Let's say you take the day off sick from work because you feel like garbage when you wake up. Later in the day, you start feeling a little better. So you do a few little things around the house, putter around, tidy up, I don't know, paperwork, whatever. And then you make up all these sort of excuses for why it was okay that you did those things. And you know what? It actually totally was okay. But you feel this guilt because you took a day off work and you weren't bedridden. Or maybe you are sorry about something. You have to cancel plans at the last minute. But instead of just saying, I'm sorry I can't make it, instead, you weave a tale of regret full of the nearly incalculable, I cannot say that word, incalculable, (laughs) never mind, burdens, that will keep you from attending. I can spell it, but I can't say it. But, but here's what I mean. Something like, I'm so sorry I can't come tonight. I feel terrible about it. But yesterday, my dad called and he was freaking me out with some story about sinkholes appearing out of nowhere. So I spent the night looking up sinkholes in Florida because, you know, we're going to Disney World in four months. And then Beth woke up three times last night and I could not fall back asleep. Then this morning, our coffee maker broke, just broke. And Jim was so cranky without his caffeine, even though he's not the one who was up last night with Beth. You know how it is. Anyway, I'm exhausted and I don't think I'll be able to stay up past six tonight. So I can't come. I feel really bad about it. I made that up, but I do this, and that could have gone on so much longer, detailing all of the reasons I'm tired. The point is, you could have just said, I'm sorry I can't come tonight, I'll be there next time, or even, I'm sorry I can't come tonight, I'm exhausted, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And let's be honest, in that scenario, there's probably a big part of you that is relieved that you can just crawl into your jammies and sit on the couch, which is likely why you'd be feeling extra guilty and therefore extra explanatory about why you can't make it. But what exactly do you feel guilty about? Being tired? Not sleeping? Because in that story, it doesn't sound like it's your fault. Enjoying the comforts of a home you pay for, 
probably a lot of money, and ought to spend some time in that house enjoying it? When you need to create a story to explain away a simple, normal thing, you're really just apologizing the long way around. And what are you apologizing for? Not being perfect. Or apologizing for taking up space, whether that's literal space or space in someone's mind or in their day. Like, their time is more valuable than yours. Why is everyone else more valuable than you? I'm not saying every apology you say is out of place. There are times when you should apologize. You are a good person. You try to live your life doing as little harm as possible. So I find it unlikely that you have all that much to apologize for. Do you think, though, that saying I'm sorry so often for things that you have no business being sorry for might make the real and necessary apologies mean maybe a little less? That's something to think about. Your assignment for this week, <laughs> yes, this whole week, we're getting into the big leagues here, friend. This week, I want you to track, if you can, each time you say I'm sorry, or each time you give a detailed apology explanation. Don't try to stop it. Don't try to censor yourself. Don't try to hold in all the sorries. Just observe. Maybe later, you can look back at those apologies and think about why you said sorry. Did you legitimately do something wrong to apologize for? Or were you saying sorry because you felt like you were wasting someone's time with your question or because you weren't ever-present and available to them. Once you start to recognize this habit, and it is a habit, then you can decide if it's a habit you want to keep or one you're ready to say adios to. I'm right there with you on this one. Trying to listen hard to the way we express ourselves can be a real challenge. So be patient with yourself. Remember to treat yourself with grace. This isn't about being right or wrong. It is about recognizing who you really are and then deciding if that is the person that you want to be. Thank you so much for listening to Finding Your Worth today. I hope this week you are bold and brave and unapologetically you. The real you is absolutely fantastic. And don't you forget it. Thank you. <laughs>